Hey everyone, welcome back to It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast, and welcome to the season three finale, episode 75 of the podcast. Pretty crazy we got here. Mm-hmm. As always, I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host, uh, Lee, Lee Paddock. Uh, we bring you this podcast on March 28th, 2022. We do apologize for being late, but you know, life circumstances... What can you say? Um, the way the cookie crumbles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, as always, spoil alert, um, but we hope you watch this movie. If you haven't watched it yet and you'd like to discuss it along with us, pause this podcast real quick. Go watch this movie. It's a great movie. And then come back and listen to this podcast. Otherwise, let's just jump into this movie. Uh, this week, we watched my movie. It's my turn for a season finale. Um, yep. And I, I was going to do... Kind of like a normal rom-com because at first I had a couple movies. I already had a movie picked out because I thought I didn't realize it was season three finale. I thought like I for some reason I thought this year Lee or not this year, but this season was Lee's finale. No, we already that was, that was my yeah. season two was my yeah. finale. Um, Sorry, folks. Yes, rusty. Yes, it has been a little bit for us, but um, but. When I realized, so I had this one movie. It was just, it's a good movie. I like it, but I don't, I didn't think it was season finale or season premiere even um, quality. I wanted something that kind of was like a ba-bang. And did I pick a movie for a ba-bang? You um, certainly did. I think I came out of nowhere. This was like me and Lee are a boxer, and it's just this even match throughout all the seasons. And I think I just got a good old hailmaker fucking hook on his temple because this hey made maker. Lee's knees wobble a little. I think Lee did not see this movie coming from me. I didn't. Um, once we watched it, he obviously can see why I liked the movie. But like, still, oh, even yeah. then, he's probably wondering why did you watch this movie? How did you discover this movie? Because this movie. Has never been talked about. It's not a cult classic, I don't think, or maybe no. it's a super niche cult classic. Um, I no one knows about this movie. It was a very tiny blip hit in 1998. Um, probably a crowded year. Was a sleeper hit. Um, it was it was a low budget of 13 million, and it made about 27 million domestically. Eh. So you know, okay. Um. But yes, this movie is crazy, and the movie we're talking about is the big hit, with <laughs> yeah. uh, starring Mark Wahlberg um, and other people. But we'll get into those other people in a little bit. But uh, first, I want to read you two summaries of this movie because this movie I think deserves two summaries. <laughs> Plus, the DVD summary is ridiculous and sad, and I think the IMBD uh, summary just makes I it sound a little DB. cooler. Whatever words, I'm bad at them. Um, <laughs> All right, so here's the DVD one. The criminal, the criminal anarchy is hilarious when, wait, the criminal anarchy is hilarious when a foursome of full-time hit, full-time hitmen looking to score extra cash kidnap the boss's goddaughter, and when the and when beleaguered, 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 God. I am retarded. Um, <laughs> wise guy Mel is set up to take the fall. Underworld antics and domestic absurdities collide for a working weekend no one will soon forget. Now that is ridiculous yeah. and very DVD. DVDs are oh. notorious, as we've learned through my movies, are terrible at making summaries. 
They get they make some, them very cheesy for my movies. They get some corny ass copywriters. They really do. Um, okay, here's this one. It's by Uptown Rocks. Who the fuck that is? Um, to pay off his second girlfriend's <laughs> debt, hitman Melvin Smiley undertakes a kidnapping jog with his usual associates in a world of prospective Jewish in-laws and late movie fees. The hitman oh. falls in love with the victim and must settle the score with those out to double cross him. Now that makes it sound a little cooler. Um, and this is probably I mean, one of the only I thrillers. Guess it's accurate. Kind of like a thriller um, that you'll ever see come from me. But I'm only saying that now because it says it's a thriller, but I don't think it's a thriller. Um, this movie is a, it's a lot of things. It's like it's like a, a 90s graphic novel was made into a movie. I could see this being a graphic novel easily. Yeah. Especially in the 90s. It's, it's kind of got that like, it's a little like grungy, but not like punk grungy. Like just late nineties. It's got a late nineties feel to it oh, to the team. Oh my tea. god! Yeah, everything's cool. Yeah, everything's cool. It, everything's bad. extreme. They got guns. And they're jumping around. And they, they go fuck, motherfucker. It's produced by John there's, Woo. There's movie. Uh, there's movie rental places. That's a big thing. And they oh all, yeah. They all, they, and it's the common joke: the rental fees, the rental fees. Yeah, the nerdy fucking late oh, fees, ladies. Yeah. You're two weeks late. They're just like trying to like bully Mark Wahlberg into you know making him feel guilty about not returning. No idea his this tape. guy's a hitman. Um, yeah, but yes, this movie is lot. ridiculous. It is, I think, a fantastical movie. But uh, let's let's go it's over something. the the crew first. I think it's good. It'd be good to uh, go over the this crew. The cast. Yeah, my bad. We got Mark Wahlberg as Melvin Smiley. He's our main character. He's kind of just this. He's a dope. <laughs> he really is. He's just like he's he's the so best. Stupid. Like he's a great uh, hitman, great action star. He's doing all the good stuff. He does all the work, but he just lets everyone take advantage of him. Yeah, he lets his fucking walk all over girlfriend, his fiance, which is hilarious. He's still a, a kind of like a player douchebag um, and a murderer. Um, yeah. His friends take advantage of him. His coworkers take advantage of him. His boss takes advantage of him. Everyone takes advantage of him, um, and he's just like, and he knows it. He's just like, well, well. that's just all life goes. He says, I guess. He, like, his whole thing is like, I just, I don't like people not liking me, and I just want to make people happy. And eventually, he gets over that. Then, but um, that's his arc. Now, Lee was saying before this podcast um, that he thought, like, were you, what was your opinions on Smiley? Did he? Were you saying like you? He, he felt underdeveloped, or yeah, a little bit. Like he just felt like nothing, like he was just nothing or something. It, there just wasn't much to him. There was no. I mean, there really isn't. He, yeah, he's just kind of a dope. Now and then, there wasn't a lot to the relationship. Now let me tell you why is that is. Part. There was a scene. No, there wasn't a scene, but it was supposed to be in the script before. There was a lot more to his backstory. I'm sure. And there like was. his parent, there was supposed to be a flashback to seeing his parents dying and. All these things that they had to cut because of budget concerns. Budget concerns. But I feel like there was other things they could have maybe cut and to give us more into the main character, but I guess they didn't care about that as much in this kind of movie. Um, no, I mean, you got to have that scene at the end where the car falls off the cliff. Yep. It's the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> and then, <laughs> for no reason. Just a lot of explosions, a lot of insanity. 
Um, Lots of shooting. A lot of fighting, yep. And now you got Christina Applegate as his fiance, Pam Shulman. Uh, she's no, like, yeah, she's New Jersey. She's yeah, New Jersey she- Jew. Um, and like, she, or she's the way she's taking advantage of him is she's getting him to pay for her dad's like debts in a failed business, um, or to start a business or something. And they're just yeah, her dad's a drunk. Dad's a drunk. The mom's just like a self-centered piece of shit. And the daughter's just also a self-centered piece of shit, but like less so than the mom. Um, it's still kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got Pokeem Woodbine as Crunch. Uh, he, one of my favorite actors. Yes, and he plays one of the hitmen. One of the only decent people to Melvin. Like, he obviously... Do, yeah. like, there's a scene where, like, after a big hit, they uh, the the main antagonist, uh, claim, who's also one of his teammates, I'll tell you in a second... Claims that he's the one who killed the boss, and they all, even though they all the other guys know, they don't say anything. And Melvin just, even though he knows, he just gives it up because he wants the guy to like him. Um, it's his huge bonus. Um, I wish he was in the movie more. Yeah, uh, he's a funny character. He's a ridiculous character. He is, but he also warns Melvin. He like yep. he's the only one who's good to him. He doesn't try to super take advantage of him. He's just not gonna like. He's like stand up for yourself, like. Like if like yeah, I bet if Melvin had, in that moment had kept standing up to that dude, like that guy would have said like, oh yeah, like he wouldn't have stu- he wouldn't have kept lying for the the other dude, um, but he didn't. He knew he was a bitch. But this guy's whole thing, um, his arc <laughs> yeah. is that he is tired yeah, of fucking bitches. Yeah, well, I think it's he's it tired <laughs> of fucking bitches because it's so much work and they take advantage of you and they break their heart and steal your money, all this shit. So he discovered porn. And this is the late 90s, so internet is probably, like, just booming. It's starting to, like, it's, not booming, but it's starting to, like, take off more. And there's probably yeah. a lot more porn on the internet by that point. Um, it's That's when it starts yeah, going. Definitely. Um, obviously, he's still, like, a platinum member at the the local video store for their porn section. Their adult it's section. That era, it's that era. They still have it. Other than the, even though Blockbuster didn't have an adult section. It didn't. Which is kind of funny. Um, I don't remember a whole lot of other video stores that I've been that I remember going. The to local one around here, which was Video Depot, they had like at their peak like eleven stores all around the valley and Inland Empire. They had an adult section, uh, um, but obviously you uh, couldn't go in there unless you were an adult. Um, <laughs> yeah. God, what an air! I miss those movie rental places. They were so fun, youngins. To like your parents, like you never know that feeling of your parents going like, "All right, we're gonna go get movies," and it being like the weekend, and like the place I would go, we would go to Hollywood Video because fuck yeah, fuck uh, Blockbuster. Blockbuster <laughs> only let you have the movies for like two days. Um, My ass. Uh, and there was huge late fees. All these shit, you had to be a member. Hollywood, Hollywood like video. they had that, but like that you could keep the movie for five, five days. days. Uh, Almost a week. It was so much. Just that in general made it better. And they had the same shit. Um, I think they might have been cheaper. I don't know. My mom was paying for that. I don't remember how much things were. Um, The Hollywood video. That's where it's at. But yeah, your mom. The the Hollywood video is right next to a Domino's. So what you would do is you'd go put your order in for Domino's. And then you would go to the movie movie rental place. Uh, your mom your would let you pick out one or two movies. You'd rent, and she'd get her movie, or even a game. 
Yeah, sometimes a game. I played some play PlayStation games there from there. Mm-hmm. Like the Army Men game. I love that game. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, and you get your movies, you get your pizza, you guys would go, and like it'd be a movie night. So you'd probably like the way my mom and me would do it because it was just two of us. We would watch my movie and we'd watch her movie. So we'd watch two movies in one night. We would just eat pizza and candy, and it was just a fun time. It was great times, and I'm fat now, but who cares? It was fun. I'd do it again. Uh, <laughs> doing my kids, I can't wait. It's. I mean, I'm not gonna obviously be able to go to rental stores, but like. I mean, I'm going to basically have a rental store, people, because I have a problem, um, a shopping problem. But by the time then, I'm going to be like, all right, kids, go pick a movie. I have fucking tons of movies of all kinds. <laughs> like, um, But whatever. Although this movie does kind of... They make fun of it. Re- remind you, like, yeah, it is kind of annoying, though. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't want to de- definitely go back. Progress is the way. Like, it's better to be able to just watch all the movies. Dealing with late fees and people calling you. All right, can you, we get our movie back? Yes, suck my dick. Okay. Yeah, imagine how hell it would work there. Um, it'd be fun, but it'd be hell, too. Um, the idea of it's a lot probably funner than it actually is. Everything and is. And our nostalgia definitely kind of... Yeah, I kind of just went on a tangent. a rosy view of it. Yeah, and uh, I went on kind of a little tangent right there, but back into Crunch. Crunch's whole arc, yeah, he likes to jack off. So now he jacks off all the time, and it's, he's always, like, talking about jacking off. He's always watching porn. He's always doing, like, hand grip machines. When he's, like, even when he's escaping the country, because obviously things go bad in this movie, he's, like, talking to Melvin, like, scrunching his hand, like, bro, you gotta get out, and he's buying, like, a hustler. Um... <laughs> This is a ridiculous command um, with a huge penis, obviously. That's the joke in the movie, too. He's got a huge penis. Um, you got China Chow uh-huh, um, as Kai Kiko Nisha, Nishi. Um, she's the main female lead in this movie. Now, I thought she was a high schooler girl. They look like high school girls, the way they dress, at least. Yeah. But supposedly they're from college because... On paper, they said it looked bad that she was a high school girl, but the creators wanted it because it was a call, like a call out to like Japanese ja- uh, schoolgirls, like from anime and stuff. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, which is very funny. Um, I mean, this does kind of feel a little bit like an anime. It feels anime, manga, anime, graphic novel. It just feels you can John feel it obviously. Movies, Tarantino um, movies. Yes, you can. You can definitely tell who's inspired it. And you gotta take into account when it was like when it was made and when it came out and everything. Like, what were the things that came out right before it that would have kind of inspired it a little bit more? Because mm-hmm. obviously things are in the works this for is years. Before the Matrix. Yeah. Imagine if this movie had popped. Something. <laughs> if it was a big hit. That'd be crazy. The, uh, the big hit was a big hit, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It was a tiny hit. It was just kind of now. A <laughs> am I right saying? Uh, rest in peace, Elliot Gold. No, he's still alive. Okay, good. Now you got Elliot Gould as uh, Morton Shulman. He's the drunk dad. Um, I know him best from Friends and mm-hmm. uh, American History X. Yes. Uh, he plays the Jewish teacher in that movie. Who dates uh, Edward Norton's mom for a minute until <laughs> a pretty Which would have been a really good thing for her. Until <laughs> yeah, he gets some, him out of the picture. <laughs> which is real sad. Because he was good for the mom, and the mom goes downhill quickly after that. She just gives up. Yeah, because her son. I mean, that, 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 talk her. about a movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a good movie. And this movie. movie came out the same year as that movie too. So he, oh, was, so he was in both of those. Probably doing 
that's weird. He might have been doing both of them at the same time. Probably doing the one for the paycheck and one for the actual acting chops. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, obviously, the big hit for the acting jobs and American history for the ex- for the, uh, for the paycheck. Check. Obviously, um, I'm just kidding. Um, but yes, he's in this movie. He's a he's a pretty funny character. I liked him. Uh, uh, he kind of really... goes off on his own family in the end, which I liked. I didn't like that scene. <laughs> Why not? I thought it was just really cringy. Well, and then like having the gangsters there, just kind of like sitting there waiting. I'm like, what is? This? Yeah, like, like we want to kill each other so bad. And Mark Wahlberg's just like, it's like, is, are they trying to make it suspenseful? Is this supposed to be funny? Like, I think it was supposed to be both. Jesus, but it didn't work on any of those levels. I was just confused. Rude. Uh, you got Robin Din, Robin Dune as Gump. Uh, this guy, he's oh, so annoying. Guy. He's like this. T- He's just like a dumbass who works with the main antagonist on their like side, uh, their moonlight job of like kidnapping people and ransoming them, um, and that's how this whole plot. You know, like we said in the summary, they kidnapped the goddaughters, the the the, the goddaughter of the boss. That was China Cho's character, um, and Mark Wahlberg's the character who takes the fall for it. Um, but the it is kind of intense when he kills Gump. A little bit. Because so when they get get not when really. he kidnaps the goddaughter, um, the reason I'm not going over this movie from head to toe is one, it's stupid. This movie's chaos. I'm not gonna. It's the plot. There's no point in me from starting matter. the plot. I just you're gonna you watch the fucking movie. This is the only way to get it. I'm sorry. Um, we can only just tell you like things bits that and happen pieces, in yeah, it. Yeah, and I think it's better. I, I hate when I feel like I've gone on too many long just like blah 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 word. I mean, there's certain movies where you can kind of we can do sort of a regular kind of If it's plot a more a up. normal summary or a normal plot. But we're not going to go through the movie like scene by scene. No, yeah, I think that's boring. Like it's really we're doing boring. this podcast as uh we anticipate that you've already seen the movie. That's how we're doing it. Um, just or you don't about, care. Talking about all the things. You just want that, it spoiled completely. Just talking about all the things that we remember and what we feel about it. Yeah, so like, back to the movie. Boop. So when they discover, when the god, the, 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 the god, the, the boss discovers this, his friend like comes to him and like, they stole, they kidnapped my goddaughter, or my daughter. And he was this like super rich billionaire. That's why the main thought film it was film producer be... or something. No, he was like an industrialist who just spent all his money on a movie that bankrupt him. Oh yeah, yeah. He made like gold leaf like pamphlets for the movie. The most expensive film DVD displays. display. It was like for all gold, like real gold. It was a huge Lord. flop. He starred in it. Everything was bad. He was about to kill Sampuku himself. When they call him and yeah. they're like ransom the ransom his daughter, but he doesn't have the money to pay anymore because he's obviously broke. So he goes to his friend, who's this head of the fucking uh, main like hitmen in the town, whichever this Where world universe is. Weird crime organization is. Um, Avery Brooks. So he calls all the guys in, including the main antagonist, antagonist, who's like this cocky dude. Let's just say who it is. It's Lou Diamond Phillips. And he plays the character named Cisco. So Cisco, <laughs> he's just this cocky douchebag, got golden tooth. He thinks he's the shit, but he's a he's a pile of shit. He can't, and he's a much worse hitman than. Um, no, he's not even worse. He's just lazy. Like once he like tries, he actually gives Mark just, Wahlberg a fight a, for his. He's uh, an actual like just scumbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because immediately once he discovers, like he goes in. 
the the main boss calls all his men in and like and he then he tells this uh Cisco like you're gonna be in charge of this operation and tells him like someone came into my motherfucking house and kidnapped my goddaughter and he's just like oh shit and like especially <laughs> when he's like because like when this he reveals the funny. name he's like oh we stole her so then he can't yeah, so he can't get in contact call. with Gump. Um, and Gump thought like he had made this like the reason why he was teaming up with Gump was Gump was kind of te- the tech guy, and he had made it so they couldn't be traced. But then obviously that all the way you the the way you keep beating is just keep making more machines. Um, that's how it works in these movies. It's like you just have the, the thing that makes the thing and thing and thing. Um, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. So they the 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 the, the, hitman, the criminal organization is able to trace the call, and like. Uh, this Cisco guy goes, and then even though he had teamed up with this gum guy, just immediately just starts beating him up, like harassing him over the name, and he makes him say the name of Mark Wahlberg's character out loud mm-hmm. to make it seem like he's the one who did it. And he's like, oh, how could you? And then right before the guy can say anything else, he just grabs a knife him. and stabs him in the fucking like, lung and just does that like kind of like intense kill where you're, they're holding the person's, and then there's the person's kind of doing the like, Light hits his life just drains from him. It's just like I thought that was See, this movie's got a lot of different tones. Yeah. Yeah, it just yeah, it felt like you were kinda of killing an autistic kid. Like, it felt yeah, sad. like a stutter. Yeah. He was basically retarded. Um, <laughs> okay. You had Danny Smith, and he's the guy who played the video store guy. Um, the nerdy, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Over the, the guy. Top. You need to return our videotape, Mark Wahlberg. And he's like, okay, all right, I'll do it. All right, yeah, bro. Stop being so mad at me. You got David Usher as Sergio. He was, um, I think that was the boyfriend of the girlfriend. <laughs> oh, that yeah. That He's just some no name porn lookalike. Um, you got Avery he gets Brooks. Killed. Uh, no, he doesn't. Wait, the abusive boyfriend or the one who? Almost oh yeah, he it? does, but not, that's not the guy. The girl of no of Mark Wahlberg's girlfriend. Oh, the Sergio looking like. Oh, that guy. He looks like a cover model for a romance novel. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> um, and then yeah, you have Avery Brooks as Paris. Yeah, this guy's boy. the uh, the lead, uh, the main. Uh, he's in Star- criminal, and he's also. Um, it's funny. Uh, yes, he's uh, his most notable thing would be uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. After this movie, obviously. No, it actually was happening concurrently. No, but I mean, he'd be known for this movie and then Star Trek. Not known for Star Trek and the big, big, big hit you got there. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just correcting you. No, but uh, uh yes, but okay. it's funny how his name is uh, Captain Cisco in that show, and we have a character named Cisco. In I this. wonder if that's anything. And then uh, they're both Avery Brooks and Elliot Gould were in American History X. We must have known people. I don't know. It's I don't. Know. It's a lot of connections. It is. It's kind of, well, it's Hollywood, and it's the late nineties. <laughs> Avery Brooks is. Just and there's not as many things back as actors and like people making movies. So you kind of they kind of did the same people over and over and things. But Avery um, Brooks is really good in this movie. He has a pretty fun scene. He's not in it enough. 
Yeah, the uh, it's the scene where he's like walking around, like trying to tell his people, like someone came into his motherfucking house and disrespected the house him. of Paris. The house of Paris. Um, he's a badass. Give this motherfucker a gold star. <laughs> he's got some good. He's got some good one-liners. He's got just a good voice for it too. Yeah, I love. He's Avery a perfect Brooks. like uh, boss of like a hitman organization. Let's go. Um, Captain then Cisco. you have Antonio, 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 Antonio Sabato Jr. There you go, as Vince. He's just another one of the guys on the Hitman squad. He's the pretty boy. And he's just, he uh, kind of disappears from the movie. For a long time, um, until the end, he comes back for like a second for some reason. He didn't turn on Mark Wahlberg, I guess. Yeah, I feel he like didn't have anything to do with the because he was busy, kidnapping plot. Yeah, because he was busy fucking that weekend. Um, yeah, because he's Antonio Sabato Jr. <laughs> of course. Uh, you have Lainey Kazan as Janine Shulman. Uh, she's a famous Jewish actress. Yeah. Uh, probably most notable for her role in Nanny. Mm. And um, her name sounds familiar. Don't Mess with uh, Zohan. Which she did after this, obviously. Obviously. Um, but yes, she's a very famous Jewish actor, I feel, actress, I feel. Uh, she's Maybe very she fun. Uh, she's just a bitch in this movie. We already said it earlier. Yeah, it's one note. Kind yeah. She was just kind of there. They they she just type typecast her. Um, Whatever. Yeah, you got Saab Shimono as Jiro Nishi, the billionaire. Um, it's kind of funny. And then he ends up selling the rights to this story about his daughter getting kidnapped and making his money back. Or uh, making money again and getting rich again. Goes to show the rich never lose their money. Um, you got really, and it was funny. Like this guy kept like trying to sempuku himself. It was just this movie was so racist and so offensive. Dumb, but it was. I think it was directed by. I know, but it still just felt. Offensive. A lot lot of things. Um, (laughs) you had you had Leela Rock. How do you say that? Rohan? Rochan? Oh, fuck, I gotta get up to read this name. Leela Roshan? As Chantel. She was just uh, Mark Wahlberg's bitchy, horrible, abusive, taking advantage of girlfriend um, until the end when he almost killed both of them. Over a late movie, he's like, you stole my movie. <laughs> it was like King Kong or some bullshit. Yeah, it was King Kong Lives. Now I remember, Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was, it was so random. Was like, They're talking like, oh, so I, much about like, <laughs> King Kong lives, and it's like I know they kept like screaming about it. Like, where is it? You and see, was and like, you why? actually see clips. <laughs> I used to see clips from it, and you're like, jeez, <laughs> jeez! I can't believe a movie, uh, any Cares movie, would actually like make it a part of the plot. That's funny. But this movie did. Yeah, it was amazing. We blew you out of the water. Now, I think it's time to take a little bit of break of talking about the movie and going into some the quotes. Oh um, now, there's probably a lot being missed because this is just off IMBD. IMDB. Yeah, I said it right. My bad. IMDB. Um, but they're good nonetheless, and they're all good. So, you know, there's only 14, so I'm going to go through them real quick. There's probably other ones from the movie, because the movie is actually pretty long. Yeah. For what it is, you're kind of like, okay. Like, we get it. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, but whatever. So you got this one. It's like the new Batman movie. Technically, you can call me a hitman. Really? A hitman? Does that pay well? Oh, of course. I make a killing. It's just, this movie is full of that. Just, yeah. Like, it's trying Tons. to be like a cheesy, serious action movie. Like, like it's like self-aware, but not. like The tone very, is all over the place. It is very all over the place. It's funny. Uh, crunch. I said, land Lynn. Not that aloe vera bullshit. Get it right, motherfucker. This is when he's trying to escape and he's buying lotion because he's like, he wasn't buying a hustler. I forgot. He was like in the train station. He's buying like lotion so he could jack off. Yep. <laughs> he's just such a fucking motherfucker. Um, well, ain't this is Cisco. This guy, the way he talked, I really like Cisco's character. Like I hate him, but I just love like, he's just like, I love the actor. First of all, Lou Diamond Phillips. Um, did you ever see the movie? little side thing. note real quick. Did you see the movie where he uh, plays a sheriff and he has to kill a giant snake? No, but I remember a movie where he played a sheriff and he had to ki- he had to go up against killer bats in a movie called Bats. I think I know that movie too. But <laughs> I really I I I really like him in the in the giant snake one. Um I'll have to look that up again like and show it to super you. Super Python movie. Oh shit. It was during that era I think when they made a lot of those. Like a, it's a, Did like you ever a see the Jennifer Lopez and Ice Cube one? Anaconda? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, come on! Like we all watched, saw that when we were kids. It was a great movie. Um, it's not. Fuck you. Um, I knew you were gonna say. That. Um, okay, <laughs> but yeah, Cisco's character—he's just—he's just a slinky. He's got a gold tail. He's just a piece of shit. I don't know. It's kind of what I would imagine what I would be. <laughs> Probably, yeah, a little bit. But I win and I kill Mark Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> I kill Mark Wahlberg. Well, ain't that a bitch? All I wanted to do was sail. This is when he was uh, he got killed. All I wanted to do was sail my boat, man. You know, navigate by the stars, see dolphins, race alongside, you know, may even kill a few of them. <laughs> and then he pulls the plug on Mark Wahlberg's grenades and uh, dies. He's like Fuck. chest bomb or whatever yeah, he was that wearing. He's wearing for some reason. Um. <laughs> just to, just to like to have a ticking clock at the end because you know suspense action movies have ticking clocks just to blow up the, the climax yeah and you gotta blow up the move the rental place um but the thing that saves him was the twenty four karat gold uh uh thing or the metal like uh display for the movie that's what oh, saved him oh yeah Explosion. um <laughs> all right so. Why don't you just dump the bitch? The truth? Yeah, I want the truth. You can't handle, you can't handle the truth to crunch. Shut the fuck up, man. No, shut the fuck up, Melvin. The truth is, I can't handle the idea of her not liking me. I can't handle the idea of anybody not liking me. Cisco, hey, Melvin, the hundred or so people you've killed in the last five years more than likely have families that don't think too, high li- too highly of you, which is so true. It's like you're a hitman and you're like, people gotta like me. It's like, that's kind of weird. I guess it's, that's his whole thing. It's, it's like comedy. Because <laughs> he's Isn't also like funny? such a nice guy, and it also seems like he didn't want to be a bounty hunter, but it's just like he was it's good ironic. at it. It's ironic. And it's money. Um, it's ironic. Yeah. Kieko, um, <sighs> uh, yeah. it says businesses. That's what it says. You said for me to read the note, not to improve it. Improv it. 
Oh, improv. What are you, Meryl fucking Street? <laughs> this is after they kidnap him and like the Gump guy wrote like this this completely fucked up like uh, no, hostage note, and she he, she's just saying all the wrong words, and he's just and Cisco's goes like, "Who the fuck wrote this shit?" <laughs> he's just like, "God damn it!" Um, Cisco in the car driving to kidnap Kieko. Hey, yo, Gump, I don't want no fuck-ups on this kidnapping, boy. Gump. Oh, come on, yo. I ain't like that no more, kid. You know I got my shits. Ugh, ugh. Ugh, ugh. Cisco, together. You got your shit together, you non-worded, remembered motherfucker. Like, that's the, one of these things that this movie was so fast. You could not make fun of stuttering. Nope. By calling someone like, together, yo, you get, get your shit together, Basically you non-word. Them retarded. Yeah, you non-word remembering motherfucker. I love that. It's such a fucking good insult, you non-word remembering This is where it kind of feels a little bit like a Tarantino movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the dialogue sometimes when they're just talking. Yeah, and they're really cursing it up and shit. And they're just getting cool. a little wild with their But like talk. this, yeah, this is a real gangster. This is talk. modern Tarantino, even though he wasn't that old at that point. Um, so I guess it would be He's just Tarantino. Just, it was kind of like a Tarantino. Today's his birthday. The as our as at our recording. Oh, that's kind of weird. That's kind of cool. Hey, happy birthday! Happy birthday! I see you're listening. Quentin I know you are your favorite Squino. podcast. No. A real happy birthday. Uh, yeah, tag him in the Can't comments. wait for your final movie, but I'll be very sad. I know, so will I, even though I probably won't like it. Because uh, <laughs> I like a lot of your movies. but uh, Well, not a lot, but some. Uh, the ones I do, I really do. <laughs> and you like his whole vibe, too. Yeah. He's not giving a fuck. Yeah, the Hollywood's going to be really mis- uh, lacking without him. It's going to become real bland. Um, mm-hmm. Melvin Smiley to Video Store Kid. You know, I've taken a lot of shit from you. I put up with your high prices, your lousy selection, and your rude phone calls. I just want to tell you one thing. I will never, ever rent tapes from this store again, you snotty little. Cisco kicks open the door. I come back to finish what I started, motherfucker. Whips out a knife. Cisco, knuckle up, bitch. Melvin Smiley, yeah, let's go, motherfucker. Let's work. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the comment, the dialogue in this movie is so stupid sometimes and a lot of times let's work but like it's so manly it's like men just sat around like let's make this movie man let's Fuck it. it's gonna be so cool jerking off knuckle up bitch it. like like that's some man shit to say like knuckle up bitch like let's go to work like mm-hmm. let's go just, work bitch like i'm gonna throw my fist and see what you got like that kind of shit um, I don't know. I love that kind of shit. I'm Mark such a Wahlberg fucking little was like, yeah. queef nugget. Um, <laughs> that, that's the shit that kind of tickles my queef. Um, it's pretty funny. It is. <laughs> Melvin, understand this, okay? I absolutely, positively cannot be the only person falling head over heels in love in this relationship. It's got to be mutual. Like he's so Mark Wahlberg in this movie too. Oh my sometimes. god, he really he's like, is. Oh, he's just Boston accent comes out. He's not. He's not really like. Is like the actor was like, be Mark Wahlberg, and he's like, all right. The director was like, yeah, the director, whoever, yeah, be Mark Wahlberg. He wasn't trying to be anybody. He was trying to be Mark Wahlberg, and he was just really Mark That's Wahlberg. Funny, this is like right, I think he, like right after Boogie Nights. I know. Which is another film that we did for this podcast. Yeah, go listen to that episode. It's a good episode. It's an okay, it's a good movie. It's really weird. I like it. It's one of my favorites. Um, Uh, Okay. All right. Vince, 
Ladies, you're so fine, I want to pour milk over you and make you part of my complete breakfast. This movie is very creepy, too. Like, very toxic, man. Toxic masculinity. Yeah, that like, you scene got some, was, like, like, a little icky. Yeah, like, Mark Wahlberg's character had, like, just saved these girls from a sex trafficker. Um, oh, yeah. That was kind of weird and disturbing. And then fucking, like, Vince comes in and the other guys, the other bounty hunters, and they're, like, trying to hit on the girls. And the girls are just obviously scared and terrified and, like, don't want to, like, be hit on in this moment. And they're being very aggressive about it, like, kind of like you almost don't have a choice. And it's like, oh, she's but then they ended up going on because they have to do a job. But, like, thank God the girls get, like, away. Um, or do they? Probably do. Um, then you got Kieko Nishi. You can't, you really can't blame Chantel and Pam for taking advantage of you. You make it way too easy for them, Melvin. Well, I'm not blaming them. I mean, at least I'm not trying to. At the end of the day, all I want to do, all them to do is be happy, you know? I just can't stand the idea of them not liking me anymore. To be perfectly honest, I can't stand the idea of anybody not liking me. Kieko, Kieko. It sounds perfectly dysfunctional. Melvin, why do you say that? What do you mean? Kieko, I mean, you re- you might suffer from a borderline personality disorder, and you have codependency issues. Melvin, what? Kieko, exasperated sigh. You're whipped. <laughs> this is them falling in love. Now, I will admit, them falling in love is just kind of just written so. Because, it, you know, they're the main Because people. the whole time, even when they're, like, after this, she shortly tr- hits him over the head and, like, tries to escape and then gets thrown into a trunk over it. I like, she she's... never, like, gives up. She's the definition of Stockholm. And I think she is the only main female character in this entire film. Other than the, the bitchy characters. Oh, what am I talking about? I'm so stupid. <laughs> you got the girlfriend I, I and forgot the Beyonce. Ab- I forgot about Christina Applegate and the other one. The dumb cunts. Uh, they really are. Not the actresses. They're no, characters. no. Their characters are really... Lee's like, no, no. The actresses. <laughs> no. We know Lee's feud with Applegate. I... You conniving bitch stole his... You should have kept bear. on doing Married with Children. Oh, yeah, that was a good movie, bitch. Or show. show. Um, New pig. Pa- Paris, what you need to do, what would you do to, oh yeah, this is a good one. Pa- uh, Paris, what would you do to someone who decided to fuck with you in your own house? Cisco, I'd bust some caps. Paris, bust some caps. Give this man a gold, gold star. star. Yeah, it's my this favorite. This is so line. ridiculous. I love it. Yeah, it's a good scene. Um, Give this man a gold star. I wish there was more quotes by uh, Paris in this. Um, she was in it more. Yeah, he could have been. He was, he was a good one. I wish it kind of oh. was like him maybe leading the hunt. Right? Um, God. And not just like offering more. I don't know. Maybe he was. Yeah. Let's see. He's a little old at that point. When did Deep Space Nine end? I think it ended 67. a year after this, so he's probably shooting the final season. So maybe he can't be in it as much, and they could only get him for those scenes. Well, but they got him. They were good. Surprising they got He's him. He's a great actor. Um, Melvin, I just can't f- stand the thought of uh, thought of anyone not liking me, okay? There, I said it. The thought of either of, either one of them, his fiancée and his girlfriend, Melvin, not liking me is more than I can stand, okay? He's a real whiny little baby in this movie a little bit. Like, I like this movie, but also I showed this movie because it was like, I don't know why 
like I, <laughs> I just this movie just like it was like one of those moments that you have when nostalgia just like hits you in the fucking th- forehead. <laughs> like, yeah. You just remember yeah. a random cartoon you used to watch or movie you saw or something. And it's just like a memory just click, click, clunk. And you're like, why am I remembering this? Ah! <laughs> and like usually it just goes. You remember it and then to, you don't remember it ever again. <laughs> Unless you have another nostalgia blast 15 years from now. You're like, I have a nostalgia blast for my own nostalgia blast. Ah! It's like an but, acid flashback. Yeah, but because, maybe, but because uh, I have this podcast, I recorded this memory. <laughs> I'm going to record this memory. So like I I was thinking I was I had decided on the season 3 and then I was just like <sighs> And then for some reason I don't remember I don't know if I was just looking at Mark Wahlberg's movie list for some reason or it just blew up in my brain. I this movie just came into thought and I was like, "Lee, you ever seen the big hit?" Um, I was like, "What?" And then that's Never the heard of it. that's what I that's all I need from Lee. If Lee says what, that means he's not heard of it. Uh, because Lee remembers all the things he's seen, um, most of the time. No, oh, yeah, it's you know you do. You at least remember the titles of everything you've seen. Yeah. Um, and you'd remember the big hit. You're not gonna forget this movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> it left a little bit of pressure on him, um, in a good and bad way. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll find out. Uh, when we get to our favorite segment, right? Yep. In just a little bit. Two more quotes. Uh, Cisco, Two more. Come on, Mel. You know I love you, baby. This is a real piece of shit, slime ball. Um, and another one. <laughs> Cisco. She ain't no bitch, huh? Oh, I see you like this girl. Shit, man, come on. She tricked you. Just another hoe manipulating your sorry ass to get what she wants. Melvin, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. That's not true. Cisco, you never learn. Haven't I taught you none? She don't like you. Hell, man, I don't fucking like you. <laughs> yeah. I like he's, just such a, he's so evil in this movie. He's a real, he's a real bad piece guy. of garbage. He is. Um, but it's a good piece of garbage. Yeah, he's, his performance is funny. Now, we keep referencing who made this movie a little bit, like just kind of hinting at it. Now, this movie was made by... Produced by some weird film people. We got John Woo, Terrace Chang, which makes sense, and then Wesley Snipes. Yeah, well, I freak, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes is, is the uh, produced this movie so for some fucking reason. There's nothing about it. He just produced I mean, this I, is time. I wonder if possibly producing this movie might have contributed to his later uh, tax problems. No, he just never paid his taxes and lived a very crazy life and stopped being like a hit in Hollywood because he got lazy and became an asshole. Like for Blade yeah. 3, he was like a total douchebag that he was yeah, yeah. doubles. Yeah, Oswald has a famous... Uh, comedy bit about how he's a douche. Not even a con- I think it was like an interview oh. he did, and it's like there's a clip of him telling the story of uh, his time on set of shooting Blade Trinity... One of the worst movies ever. Not a good film. Some funny moments in that movie, though. And just a little shout-out to Pat Oswald. One of the best scenes in Parks and Rec is when he goes on that crazy tangent. Oh, about yeah, like the Star how Wars he filibuster. Thinks Star Wars should go. Yeah, how he thinks Star Wars should go. Yeah, and, it was, just and it was all ad-lib for real. Yeah, they just announced that the new Star Wars movie. He's like, Star this Wars is how I think it's going to go. And it's just, that's, a, that's a great scene. Um, yeah. It didn't go that way. But um, his movie would have been better. But Probably. 
Um, and hey, everybody! In uh, the day after this podcast comes out, I'll be seeing Pat Oswald. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, but yes, <laughs> uh, Wesley Snipes. I I think he just didn't pay his taxes. I don't think this contributed to it because it cost thirteen million dollars. What he only had three well, million. I think dollars. movies can be considered like a write off or something. Maybe all these things, but like, how much could he have? Like this movie only, like I said, only cost thirteen million dollars. It's not like he could have contributed that much. He made a lot of money from those Blade movies and his other movies he did and his long career up until that point. He was in a lot of movies up to that point. Blade was sad the, that he one went. of the first modern superhero franchise. It was a Marvel thing too. And Marvel, I know. Before Spider Man, and Blade's one of my favorite movies. The first one, yeah, I love Blade, and I love Blade too. They're really sad in the ends, but well, no, the second one's sad. But that good. one's directed by Guillermo del Toro. I think I don't know. I really love these movies, and it looks directors. a lot like Underworld, and I really liked Underworld at that time. Uh, Blade's shout out cool. This season, Lee it's will very see 90s. Underworld two and three. Well, no, not two, three, because fuck three, but we'll watch probably like four or something. Um, but yes. Uh, so yeah, that's another weird little thing about this movie. Is, uh, maybe he's a little bit of like the little weirdness that's added a little bit. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. It definitely has the style of a John Woo movie, especially something like Face Off. Or there's more American stuff. Yeah. Like Face Off. Broken Arrow. Huh, I like Broken Arrow. <laughs> With John Travolta. That movie's funny. Um, now, Mission Impossible 2. Real quick, we'll get into a couple a couple of the tidbits, because these look like some, these movie has some really good tidbits, because imagine just filming this movie. I'm like, making this movie. It, just, it was such it was just chaos. Um, um, yeah. Like I was saying earlier, uh, Kieko was supposed to be a high school student, but they thought it was too... Uh, dangerous of a territory so they made her a college student even though they made her still look like a high school student i think the director was just like but at yeah, least fuck you. at least she's still in college and it's not yeah yeah also it'd be weird yeah it makes it weirder if mark Wahlberg's character fucking falls in love with her he's like 25 be like no yeah. no, no. the whole time <laughs> um in the original script you were never gonna see the video kids store until the last scene but, but after his uh, uh, after he, the the director uh, the character was hired, they the liked actor. him so much. The actor they liked him so much they added those scenes. It's like they t- added those scenes and they took out yeah, Mark well, Wahlberg. Good for that actor. You know, you're so good. And then they're like, we want to have you in more scenes. And then never anything again. Um, now and Mark Wahlberg and China Chow ended up in a four year relationship after this, which is kind of wow. funny. You think about it. Interesting. They dated for four years. Like a long time. And now look at him. There's the Whitey, make Whitey white. Does white. Mark Wahlberg have kids? Yeah, he, has he probably a lot of didn't kids. have. I mean, probably not then. No, but her. he has a wife. I think he got married shortly after that to his like wife. Wife. He's on a reality show with his brothers, Wahlberg. Wahlbergs, and he has a, yeah, and he has a burger joint. He's been in a, a casino that's kind of weirdness. <laughs> that's funny. Um, we should get it. Um, and also, like I said, his backstory was cut due to bud- budgetary concerns. Um. Uh yeah, oh, almost well, all of the movie covers and the posters from the video rental store are from are from Troma Entertainment. Yeah, I noticed that. I know they were that. all. I didn't know they were real movies. Lee noticed all the real movies. Yeah, Tromeo and Juliet, which is uh the first movie, one of James Gunn's first movies. 
James Gunn is. A, I've never even heard of that movie. That's where he got to start. What movie? That sounds ridiculous. You got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> um, the scene with the car chase through the forest was filmed in a public park in Picking, Picker, Pickering, Ontario, a small suburb near Tar- Toronto. Toronto. Filming took about two weeks, during which the public was not allowed near the park. Residents of the town were understandably upset. Ah, fuck you, Canadians. <laughs> um, yeah. Fuck Canada. Fuck them. Hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> uh, as a practical that. joke on set, uh, the Bokeem Woodbine stuffed the front of his pants <laughs> with socks for the scenes that took place in the gym locker room. Yeah, I love Bokeem. Of course. He's really good on... Uh, Season two of Fargo, the TV show. I know uh, you. Yeah, I know you wouldn't like it at all, but he's really great. Oh my God! The role of Melvin Smiley was originally written for Mar- Martin Lawrence. That'd be weird. Martin Lawrence. They tried. They wanted to make this into a Martin Lawrence vehicle. That would have been like way weirder. Martin Lawrence, like the character would have been completely different. Was this before? Yeah, this is a. A little while hey, what, before. Martin uh, Lawrence falls in love with like a high school Japanese girl or know, college. That'd be weird. Is this before Big Mama's House? Maybe, but I love that movie. You I don't like to. that movie, do you? It's How could you not like Big Mama's House? And what about Big Mama's House too? Don't know. Don't, no, no. Big Mama's House Two is good. Big Mama's House Three is bad. I'll give you that. Big Mama's House. Remember the co- like we would get those comedy movies where you know a guy, a comedian would dress up as Can't a woman. Can't do that anymore. And that would be like the big like selling point. Yeah, and they were hilarious, and they made Mrs. billions Doubtfire. of dollars. Yeah, and they made a lot of money. You can't do it anymore. You can't have fun things. Fucking liberals. Um, just kidding. Uh, um, <laughs> that is weird though. Martin L- Rit. Originally written for Martin Lawrence. I know. Just imagine uh, being the screener. Like, All right. Martin Lawrence is going to be perfect for this. Then you get Mark Wahlberg, which I still like, but I think Mark Wahlberg was like, better for the role than Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence isn't a badass, like, fucking bounty hunter. It makes hunter. this more of, a, like, an action movie, more yeah. traditional action They would have had to make it way more comedic if they put him in it. Uh, Jason Scott Lee was also considered for Melvin. Jason Lee who is uh, one of Kevin Smith's uh, major players, or he was. He was, I think, yeah, he's the lead of My Name is Earl. Did you ever watch that show? My Name is Earl? Yeah, I watched it. I didn't watch it religiously, but I did watch it. It was on TBS. Everyone's on. That show was really funny. I liked it. I remember it got canceled prematurely, really sadly, and it yeah, never got a ending, conclusion. The ending was, yeah. Well, I think they tried to end it. But it was it, a rush And ending. it was just like, ugh. Because they it needed oh. another season. It needed another season or two. Yeah, nobody was. Which made me th- is what made me never get like invested into it because I was like, oh well. I watched it all the way up until that point. It was a really good show. It, I don't understand why they got canceled. I remember being popular too. I, don't know, I think they just didn't advertise it correctly. And that guy lost a lot of weight. That fat guy. Ethan, Ethan Supley, yeah, made a complete transformation. I know, it looks a little weird. He should have said fat. No, I'm just kidding. He looks good. Yeah. I would rather him be healthy. Yeah, and live longer and do things and be around for us. Um, Well, 
I think it's time for everyone's favorite time. I think it's time for questions. Questions. Questions for Lee? For me. Lee, there's questions. Really? Here are the questions, Lee. Well, Lee, I just off the bat going to get the main question, which is going to be probably the longest answer. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on this movie? Oh. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. What's Lee's opinion? What's Lee's opinion on this movie? Uh, Lee's been thinking about this for quite a while now, and I don't think there's a real definitive answer I can really give you. Uh, I want to say this movie's mostly bad, um, but it was entertaining. Like, this movie would have been awesome to watch in theaters. Maybe I think with a big Coke and big old popcorn, the movie is five twenty-five, and you're just going. It'd be fun as fuck. I think this is a good. Like I think it was fun still on my big TV, but I think it would have been really cool on a um, flex I mean, on a, in a movie theater. I mean, I would probably remember the experience more. It would be more significant. Like, whoa! I watched this really ridiculous movie. Uh, Maybe I, the fact that I saw Eight-Legged Freaks on on big screen. I saw that in a drive-in. I just saw it in a normal theater, but it was awesome. It was. I like that movie. Uh, but oh, this movie, that movie had a consistent tone. I felt when well, we're talking about like how ridiculous these yeah. movies are. This movie was just all over the fucking place, and I was just, I don't know. It's just, it's not a good movie in terms of, like, like structure and uh, a coherent story and interesting characters. Rude. But, I mean, it's fun. Did it just... How do you feel about me showing you this movie? I'm surprised. I just, like, how? When? When did you see this movie? When I was a kid, it was just on like FX. Yeah, this seems like an FX movie. One that I watched show, a like, lot of FX. Was it like it was probably like either early in the morning or it late was just in the like the middle of the day? Yeah, I was just yes. on my grandpa's bed. This definitely seems like a movie that would be on FX. It was back in what like two thousand one, two. Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. Oh man. I, and I hadn't seen this movie since then. I'm surprised you remembered it, and I'm surprised you you like it. I mean, I, actually, no, because I kind of realized why you liked it as soon as those two started like sharing dialogue. I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. I like the assassin with the cute girl, the cute Japanese schoolgirl. Goes well it's with my spicy a, talk books. It's kind of like an anime sort of thing. Whatever. Yeah, my spicy manga, manga, my spicy books. It definitely seems like it would be a premise for like an anime or a manga. The hitman who falls in love, and that's the that would be the title because most of the titles of mangas and animes are literally are the very literal. literal. That or it would be it could be a spicy talk book. Yes, they literally have a book called Hooked, and it's about Hook. 
Captain Hook. It's about mafia. Yeah, it's about mafia bosses. Like it's the mafia. What's world. with the mafia thing? Uh, there's people literally getting fucked by the mafia. Um, and like Hook is like this mafia boss, but he's like, uh, kind of a good bad guy. But he's a bad guy, but he's good. Anti-hero. And like it's all about him dominating Wendy. And stealing it from Peter, or, or her from Peter to be a Pan. Child in the original story. And Peter Pan's a real piece of shit. Well, she ain't a child in this one. <laughs> like Good. I haven't read it yet, but I've heard like things. Is this connected with that neon gods? No, thing? that's its own thing. Which is also like that's not a retelling of the that's Greek mythology, but yeah, also that, with mobsters. Kind of. Right? They're not mobsters, but they are families. Um, and they live in a they live in Olympus. <sighs> But it's like a modern day Olympus that's still cut off from the world. You know, I mean, we can make a whole podcast about what spicy a, books. What a tangent. Me explaining spicy book to Lee. That we, That's our next podcast. Look out for it. And just me reacting like, what the fuck? This is what people are reading now? Alien Barbarians where you have a nub above your cock. Okay, graphic. Uh, and like, <laughs> you fuck them from your hide. I mean, your nub bashes them in the butthole. <laughs> Everybody go read <laughs> Ice Planet Barbarians, everybody. Yes, go to your nearest Barnes & Noble or bookstore, I guess. But go to Barnes & Noble or go barnesandnoble.com and buy yourself an Alien Barbarians or... Uh, the, the sequel. Yeah, the sequel, Alien Barbarians or um, Ice Planet Barbarians, the first one. They're both fantastic. <laughs> there Very you go. spicy. But yes, okay, back to Lee. Um... Yeah. So, movies ridiculous. That's all I can really say. Okay then, but well, I think I already know the answer. I guess because you kind of said it. Your favorite part of this movie, your favorite thing in this movie, Price, right? Paris. Paris. My bad. Uh, Avery Brooks. Uh, yeah. Or is there something else that you think? I like the action scenes. Well, co- good choreography. I think they had like good because they they had legit like Asian directors doing this. Mm-hmm. So they probably or producers and stuff. And, people who probably worked with uh, John Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, that that shit did look cool. And Mark Wahlberg is good at that. He's an action star. Well, I mean, he wasn't doing all of his own. No, scenes, no, no. Especially obvious, towards there's the obvious end. scenes where like it's not him. Yeah, the fight scene between him and Lou Diamond Phillips. Yes, that yes, shit yes. Is funny. And it wasn't Lou Phillips. Di- <laughs> it wasn't either one of them. It's, it's and two it's clear. stuntmen, and it's clear. <laughs> yeah, they're barely trying to hide it. It's um, funny. It's almost like you could have just made them do it and just made the scene not so intense, so they could do it. But uh, then it would have been like a parody at that point. Movie, I, don't know. I like, think they could have pulled sort it off of like kind of still. almost like crosses that line. I don't know. yeah, this movie's a mixed bag. All right, well, what was what was what thing did you hate the most about this movie? I don't know. What's your I, biggest complaint? I think a lot of the humor, honestly. It's a lot of the time with my movies for you. <laughs> you don't like, like the humor. Especially it's like a lot of it's stuff. really obvious humor and a lot of puns, a lot of like kind of dad jokes. It, it, they weren't dad jokes then, but they're dad, dad jokes, jokes now, now because we are dads. But it's just sad, old. Um, but I still just think it was corny, and I wasn't. La- I was laughing at it more than I was laughing with it. Mm-hmm. That's rude. But, um, and all then right, the then. ending was kind of dumb. <laughs> he just survives. 
What he's supposed to die? He always dies in your movies. God, no, it never happens, Lee. Don't ever assume that's gonna happen. Um, I'm never going to. But I guess you should Lee, never say never. What would you rate this movie? Oh. <laughs> will it be rated low or will creativity give this movie some points? I don't know if I wouldn't say creativity. Well, yeah, maybe because there's. You haven't seen anything like it. Not really. It really does just kind of throw a lot at you. And it goes. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's a long movie, but there's other than like the end kind of drags a little bit. It does most of the movie doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like five hours. It doesn't feel like a trog because there's stuff constantly happening. Yeah, and you're just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What is happening here? And it's just all just so random. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I would say I originally thought that. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips's performance was bad. Um, but I think he he perfectly nailed the character. It, it sort of warmed on me, I guess. He fits the over the top nature of this Cisco. really stupid ass movie. <laughs> Rude. I mean, this it's funny. Like I've always uh, remember him from a movie called uh, La Bamba. Yes, I know that. Movie. And now you remember from this. Where he plays uh, Richie Valens. Um, it's a good movie. He's I remember him when he played the gangster in that movie with the teacher. The original one of those movies. Oh. Uh, Where the guy becomes the teacher Morgan for the high school students. Stand and Deliver or something. It's not Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I know what movie. Yeah, I know what movie you're talking. It's about, a Mexican though. movie. It's Mexican actors. With uh, yeah, it was Edward. And this ja guy's like a Edward cholo. James Olmos. And this guy's the original because those movies always had to have one gangster character, and he's the one who set that tone. He always had had the one like kid who was like the the one the guy the teacher had to reach out to. He was a cholo. Fuck you, man. No, he's he's a fine actor, I guess. But yeah, this movie just What is its rating, Lee? I know. Again, I'm like I'm still kinda just like You've had weeks muddled about it. To give it yeah, a twelve. Like a four. Fuck you, motherfucker. Let's go to work. <laughs> Alright. Uh I don't think you want to go to work right now, Lee. Um not really. <laughs> um perfect time. Um. Well, that's rude. I, on the other hand, enjoyed this movie. I'm glad yes, you did. Yes, it is stupid. I don't think it's a stupid-ass movie. I do think it's stupid, but I like stupid. I like Biodome, for fuck's sake. I like Son-in-Law. I'm a Pauly yeah. Shore fan up to a point. Up to a point. Um, like, hey, man, I'm Pauly Shore. Buddy. Uh, buddy. Yo, buddy. Um, that's in my vocabulary. Um, all my friends have heard me say that. Uh, yeah. So, of course, I like this movie. 
Yes, and it's course it's got a, it's got a cute girl with a cute guy, and they get together and they be cute. Why would I like that? I'm gonna give this movie a straight up eight out of ten, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you didn't hear nothing. <laughs> okay, well, I will say the Korean word. Um. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah, a, I give this movie an eight out of ten, motherfucker. So much. I knew that was. I knew you probably what that was going to be your rating. I don't know why. Because I couldn't give it lower, and I can't give it higher. But eight out of ten seems like a nice, solid, good rating to me. Because I liked it. I enjoyed it. There are some things that are movie. solid about it. But. I can't no, I'm just kidding. But it is a stupid movie, but I think it's fun. I wish it was more of a cult hit. I think it should be. I just think people, I think it would be if people could just remember it. Someone needs to make a TikTok on it to make it go viral. Maybe it'll be us. Or and with us saying that, um, let's kind of lead into the ending of this. Uh, maybe we'll have that TikTok that'll make this movie go viral. Follow us on TikTok at It's Not the Worst Mover Podcast where we post. And where we will be posting again weekly content on these movies. This movie will be definitely getting posts about it because I want this movie to go viral. And next week's uh, or the bad movie intermission will be definitely getting some TikToks because <laughs> it's going to be a doozy, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and we're going to be able to finally announce it right now. Oh, boy. Now. With it being the season finale, everyone knows at this point we have a mini podcast within the podcast. Bad movie intermission. Um, and it's where we watch a movie that we haven't seen, but we either know it's terrible, it's notorious for being terrible, um, either through the internet or even just our own personal group. Um, that's the uh, just to shout out the movies we've watched so far: Total Recall, the remake, remake. Ah, boring, poop, um, garbage, pale kids, atrocious, <laughs> horrible. When you Woo! when you read a comment where like a director or a critic says something's obnoxious and just crude, and you just laugh like I oh, was this prudish piece of shit, just can't laugh at nothing. Nope, describes this no, movie I'm, perfectly. It's like obnoxious yeah. and crude. Um, so the, so basically, it's us just shitting on a movie for a good hour, and it's just a fun podcast, man. It's a lot more free um, because it's not one of the uh, us trying to not like shit on a movie too hard because it's gonna piss off the other one. A little bit, <laughs> it, we because we both just go <laughs> on the movie, and this movie we tear this, it apart. Yep, and this podcast, it's uh, we alternate. Total Recall was my choice. Garbage Pails, Lee's. Now it's my turn again, and I have found and picked the perfect movie <sighs> because it's a ripoff of one of my favorite childhood movies, the, and one of the greatest movies of all time, I think. E. T. Which is celebrating its 40th anniversary this Jeez. year. Yeah, I know. Um, but yes, we are going to be watching Mac and Me. Mac and Me. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I've seen clips from this movie. So have I, and it just looks like hot fire farts. Oh, it just looks so terrible. I'm <laughs> so... It's going to be wonderful. I'm, glad, I'm excited to watch it because I want to hate it. There's it's, no way we like it. No, probably not. There's just no way. Not when we're like, this is supposed to be like E.T.? 
They this they were trying to compete with E.T. Not even compete, just try to ape its success and rip it off or something like fuck you. And it was also like really tied in with <gasps> McDonald's. Oh, it was yeah. There's a lot of McDonald's pro- product placement. Oh my in it. god! So we got le- we got that to look forward. That's to. That's gonna be great. All right, everybody, look forward to that. It's gonna be episode three of B- Bad Movie Intermission. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this season. Um, we had a fun time with this season. This season, I think I upped my game a bit. Um, showing Lee a couple little one twos, but it's still got the romance edge. Um, of course, you can't not have it. Uh, you're gonna have to wait to what our season uh, four premiere will be, which will be a Lee movie, but we won't be announcing that until the end of Bad Movie Intermission. But we will be yeah, doing, buddy. Um, even though I know we kind of just took a break, we're now going into what's supposed to be our real break. Uh, we'll be doing a two-week hiatus, and then we will be doing. Obviously, there'll be TikToks during that whole time. Uh, still follow on, uh, follow on our Insta- and Instagram posts. So follow us on both of those. At at it's not the word mover podcast, um, or pod. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah. we're gonna take two-week break, and then we'll be watching Mac and Me and releasing that. So look forward to that in two weeks. And then we'll be getting back into it. Just, we need to, uh, through circumstances in life and just just trying to be full-time jobs, going to the gym, living life, trying to have social lives, dealing with crises, and, and then doing this podcast. It's a lot. So, And, you know, this podcast is purely for fun at this point. And it's probably all yes. it'll ever be. But I enjoy it. At this point, I use it as a way to watch new movies because I just don't have the time or like the want to watch new things as much unless like I really know I'm going to enjoy it. So this is a great way for me to force me to watch a lot of movies. And I, I think it's really expanded my like like um, spectrum of movies like what I can tolerate. Um, <laughs> I'm a, I can like my cringe factor has gone up a lot. My horrify, I don't get scared as much <laughs> at things and not jumpy as much because I've seen a lot of fucked up stuff um, at this point. Thanks, Lee. Um, You're welcome. And I think Lee has seen, like, maybe he was ignoring a genre just because he thought it was How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And he, th- uh, and he didn't know there were some hidden gems. Guess who's coming to dinner? Where the heart is. <laughs> A movie Lee would Step have up. never thought he'd like where the heart is. I was ready to just forget about it instantly. And those are the moments in these seasons that are like some of the best because obviously I'm probably going to like a Lee movie or I'm going to at least be able to be like, that's a gr- I'm going to hate it, but like, oh, obviously it's a great acting movie because Lee's picking fucking just top tier movies because Lee's a fin- uh, cinephile. cinephile. And I'm just a guy who's like, I like Biodome. Um <laughs> I'm Forrest Gump. Um, I'm Gump. Uh, <laughs> sure. But yes, sorry going on a little tangent, but you know, it's the end of the season. You know, got to kind of wrap up the season. Yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. Do no, yeah, you I, know, I know. I'm talking to the peoples. But they're talking back from the Philippines. Um, <laughs> we, but yes. We love you. We love everybody. We love everyone who listens to this. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. As always, please rate review comment share the podcast it ver- helps us a lot leave down in the comments maybe movies you think we should be wa- we should watch in the future for bmi episodes maybe uh future movies we should check out so we can do future podcasts on them maybe, uh, yeah. uh tag whoever you think would like that movie 
Yeah. Uh, if it's a Lee movie or a Sterling movie, so we know. Who knows? Maybe um, I've already seen it. That, or maybe, maybe, Cause. maybe one of us watches it and goes like, "Oh, this, you should have watched this," and then we show it, and it turns into their podcast. Who knows? The fucking life happens, you know. Bop, bop, bop. But yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you have a great week, and we will see you for BMI. What? No. <laughs> <laughs>